What is happening, everybody? Today's episode, we are going way back to when there was only 150 pocket monsters to catch. This series has a long-lasting legacy, and it started out with a bang. So without further ado, let's just get into this. Let's grab life by the controller. So, if y'all haven't been able to decipher the code, we're talking about the Pokemon. The pocket monsters, if you will. In hell, I told you in the very beginning intro, but we like to kind of go over everything. I was going to say, don't they again. already know? Yes, they do. Are you saying do. that our listeners are slow? I'm saying that I'm slow and <laughs> I need a refresher. Like, I say this stuff to remind myself, hey, Dottie, don't forget you're talking Pokemon. So, when I was playing Mega Man when I was eight, <laughs> I remember Top Man. He was a little butthead. So, Pokemon was a game that I had up until last year, like last summer. Don't look at my wrist, Peaches. <laughs> Donnie hurt himself today. We went to the skate park. I was a skateboarding, and I was a fallen. <laughs> my wrist caught me, and it popped just a little weird, so I feel like I could pop it back in, but... Hmm. hmm. I might have to try this out. On stream, let's see if I can torture you. <laughs> no. So anyways, uh, I had my original blue copy up until last year, and I had my silver Game Boy Pocket. I had Link's Awakening. I had NHL 96. So why did you get rid of it last year? Uh, we had bills to pay, remember? I remember, but yeah. I'm sure people are like, well, why would you get... Well, well I, 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 I was going to say everything was it, that was... Was last year? Or was it two years ago? No, I think it was last year because your ex was living up north. Oh. And so... Um, Adulting sucks. It's hard. And our, our money spread so thin because of having some glorious children and uh, wanting Living to... Living in a money pit. Yep. Wanting to live in a bigger house so kids can have space in rooms and stuff. And I I got a pretty penny for the the whole package, but... How much did you get for uh, if I remember right, I think we got 175 for everything. Nice. So, uh, like I said, Game Boy Pocket Silver, which I miss. I miss. I, I think I told the story, uh, Donnie the A-Hole around Christmas time when I wanted the electric guitar, and I didn't get it. I got the Game Boy instead. Uh, but my fingers made sweet love. <laughs> that Game Boy often. Lucky Game Boy. Uh, D wow. <laughs> D-pad, B&A, start select. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the very first game I got for it was NHL 96. And it was a fun game. I love hockey. Hockey's my sport. It's my only sport. I'll watch pretty much anything else. I like playing baseball on PS3 uh, with the PS3 move. But I don't think that's considered playing sports. 
if you're playing it on the PlayStation. Well, no, I mean, like, this is a gaming podcast. I'm not like, hey, let's get out there and get physically fit. Physical, physical. Let's do the Arnold Challenge and get our metabolism going. No, I'm the, give me a freaking slice of pizza <laughs> and plop me down. Yes. Yes. But anyways, like I was saying, hockey is great, but you could only see like a quarter of the screen at the time, you know, small screen, large sprite, so you can actually see more than a stick figure. I liked it, didn't play it very often. I mean, whenever I wanted to get myself pumped up for a game or something, I might do the shootout mode. And then Pokemon Blue came into my life, and that some bitch went to school with me, went to church with me, went everywhere with me. Uh, I was the type of kid that my guy was Squirtle, because everybody else liked Charmander, and I wanted to extinguish his flame. <laughs> I wanted to bend him over and make him my biatch. You didn't want to throw leaves at him? No, I did not want to get burned. <laughs> I wanted to extinguish. <laughs> so, my my best friend, uh, he had long hair, and in the days after high school, he ended up getting a beard. So, ever since high school... Or after high school, I referred to him as Jeebus Austin. Because we had three friends named Austin. And so one was Nacho, one was Jeebus Austin, and the other one, I think we just called him A-Hole. Long stories, we're not going into them, other than the fact that the one looked like Jesus. He was my Gary. He got Pokemon Red. I got Pokemon Blue. We seriously got him at about the same time. We had the, the link cable. We traded back and forth. It was a great time. So what do you mean you're Gary? Well, For a noob. in Just Pokemon, there's Ash Ketchum. Yeah. He's the, the protagonist, if you will. And Gary is his antagonist. He is Professor Oak's nephew or grandson or whatever. I can't remember. And so... Whatever, like, Pokemon you don't get at the very beginning of the game, Gary comes in and is like, I want the other one. Then. Yeah. And then duels you. And Jeebus Austin was my Gary. I mean, we, we had an amazing friendly competition. I mean, friendly rivalry, never anything personal or heated. So that made it great. Cool. So you could connect your... Game Boys together. Game Boys and trade yes that's awesome i had no idea so uh if it wouldn't have been for jeebus austin i wouldn't have been exposed to pokemon snap on n64 uh, my little brother had pokemon stadium on our n64 and i think i played that like a handful of times but i would go over uh we skateboarded Coming back full circle. Yeah, uh, look smashed at wrist and everything. <laughs> uh, he had a half pipe in his basement. That's and so cool. we would skate, uh, do the half pipe, go out on his uh, driveway, 
and used the grind rail. And then as soon as we were all tuckered out, I had to go play Pokemon Snap. And I'd just watch. I, I loved watching it. Uh, it was just one of those things that you didn't necessarily have to participate in because there's not much to the game. Yeah. It's almost like you're going through a live-action Pokemon cartoon zoo through your N64. That was my experience with it growing up. Every now and again, I would... In, in my my married years with my with my first wife I would find my Game Boy Pocket and it always had blue in it. Like it never got taken out. It was always the game that was in the Game Boy. So I'd dig through everything in the house, find some fresh AAAs, and then I'd take it to work. And then my little brother became a machinist and he'd have some downtime. My little brother borrowed it from me. I mean, my Pokemon Blue got used. <laughs> it got road hard and put away wet. <laughs> I mean, it it's one of those games where adult child, you can get into it, a year later come back to it, if even that long, and pick it up just like nothing ever happened. You might forget where you're at, where nearest Poké Center is so you can save but it's one of those games that's just pretty much timeless uh, that's my experience with Pokemon uh, through my own hands and eyes so the one that you sold was your original one that you got when you were little yeah oh, damn. yeah uh, one of my favorite newer experiences with Pokemon uh, comes through my seven-year-old daughter. She absolutely loves Pokemon Stadium. And... She gets that from me. Super Smash Brothers on N64 because she can choose the Pokemon Town on it. And then you get the Snorlax or the Venusaur. Charmander! <laughs> you know, all this stuff. She no, absolutely. Going. I just want you to keep No, that, that's it. <laughs> but all this stuff that. To her, it's not a Pokemon game, but it is. Like, she plays it for the Pokemon aspect. She loves picking up the Pokeball, throwing it, having Charizard come out and just. <laughs> flames. That's what it felt like. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I felt like I just smoked a whole pack right there. <coughs> but that is the joy of Pokemon. I mean, from a 37-year-old to a 7-year-old. I mean, just being able to watch, it brings some joy. That is something that you don't see from a lot of games nowadays. That is true. bottled lightning right there. Yeah. I mean, it just illuminates the way. <clears throat> so, I mean, Donnie could go on and on. He's got <laughs> stories out the wazoo. But this episode is going to be pretty much talking to uh, three guests. We're going to have Peaches talk a little bit. Because uh, her experience with Pokemon is definitely 
different than mine. Definitely different from the gaming power-ups, and definitely different from Taylor's. Oh, for sure, because I didn't have it when I was younger. Yep. First time I played it was when we got the N64, so your birthday. Yeah. So we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with Peach's story. All right. One of my favorite things about my wife is she didn't grow up a gamer. She didn't have the experiences or anything. Um, I've tried a lot of firsts with her. Uh, Avocado. uh, Can't name some of them. Yeah, we can't name some of them. It's not (laughs) podcast appropriate. Uh, (laughs) Nothing like weird. (laughs) Like, <laughs> he's like lost now. He's like, wait, I have to clarify. I have to clarify. <laughs> Mainly, I love food. Uh, I've tried food, or I've tried food with. <laughs> I always try food. I try food at least three times a day, but at least, at least, I've. I mean, with sushi stuff like that, just peaches has helped broaden my horizons. Experienced a lot of first with me, and I get to put games in front of her. Yeah. And watch her... You've given me a lot of games to experience. try. Experience. And then he gets so mad that I haven't tried all of these games. <laughs> I get so furious. He gets, like, That's the thing about me. I'm always angry. <laughs> you won't like me when I'm angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. Why so serious? <laughs> yeah, and... I don't know. I played Pokemon Go... Um, a little bit. See, I didn't even know you played Pokemon like, Go until once. right now. I think once, because like I tried to throw the ball, and I was like, this is stupid. You just go like that. Yeah, and I couldn't do that. You like, go, it wasn't you go like that. Do that. Come on, Peaches. Shut up. And so, I'm going <laughs> to... So, Make a bee! I didn't really like it. And I was like, well, this is dumb. But then, for some reason, I just really wanted to play that Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, as soon as we got it, she's like, will you show me how to play this? Yeah, and so... Peaches just waved me to come in closer to the microphone. Hello. Microphone. Microphone. <laughs> We're so weird, I love it. We are so weird. <laughs> Hopefully you guys love it. Um, but yeah, so I was playing the stadium. And I really enjoyed it, but the one thing I didn't like, because I don't think we have the right um, package... I know, if you want <laughs> I know, I said that just for you. Expansion pack, or what, care to elaborate? No, I don't even know what I need. But, cause, because... It's called a transfer pack. Okay, I thought we had a... Yeah, we have a transfer pack. It bag. doesn't work. But, okay... I don't think we know how to use it properly, though. We don't have it's any true. instruction manuals. <laughs> and we are the type of people who... Forget to Google stuff. Yeah, we really don't rely on the Google. We don't. You would think in the day and age that we live in would be like, oh, you want to know what? To the Batcave! I mean, to Google. <laughs> or YouTube or something. Um, but anyway, I I can't level up my characters. And that is why I play games. This is why I don't like playing shooter games as much. is because 
I want to level up my character and I want to see it grow into something else. So I like the stadium, the stadium, Pokemon Stadium. Gold. Brought what to you in part by the Google. It's packed away in the box. Oh, yeah. This room makes me sad now. <laughs> we are slowly packing because we have to move in a few months. And yes, I may, uh, I start packing early. We have a lot of people to pack up. But, and then I got Pokemon Quest. Yes. Yes. For on the Switch. the Switch. And I really enjoyed that one up until, like, I can't level my guys up very easily in order to pass a few of the levels. Essentially, it turns into Clash of Clans. Yeah. Where in order to upgrade your queen or your king or anything like that, yes, we're nerds. We play that. Uh, I we, love Clash of Clans. We play everything. I leveled up most of my stuff without paying anything. Well, I was going to say, but they... But it takes time. But this one, you have to like wait for your time. Like Every 30 minutes, you get a life. And so if I use all five, then I have to wait, like, so long to do anything. Or and then I forget about pay. it. pay. Yeah, or pay, and I'm not going to pay. No. So. See, which is stupid, because if they're like, you know what, 15 bucks, and you could unlock, you know, the, the full game. I would do that, just so you could actually experience it. Yeah. And not have to wait, because uh, back when Mario Run came out on my phone, you could play the first, like, four stages for free. And then they're like, to unlock the rest, or just replay it over, you know? Yeah. And I I spent the ten bucks so I could get freaking Mario on my phone. Yeah. And that's no big deal. I mean... But having to spend, like, five bucks here and there? Like, this is stupid. Yeah, we're not that dumb. No. Um, and then I tried Pokemon Blue a while back, but I don't know why I couldn't get into it. And then I started it last night. And I actually really enjoy it. I'm not very far into it because um, my grandpa passed away yesterday and so we went out for a little treat when I was just starting to play it. But yeah, I'm going to have to get into it. It's turn-based RPG. I am actually super excited for the new one to come out. Sword and Shield? I think. I can't remember what it's called. I think that's it. On the Switch? Yes. Yes. I am actually super stoked about that. I, I'm i not going to give away too much because we, we talk with uh, one of our guests a little later. His name's Taylor. He runs the Just Think podcast. Uh, we go. a great podcast. It, it really is. We go into more depth on Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, yeah. Talking with him, so... We'll just steer clear of that for now. But yeah. what is your experience with the pocket monsters? That's that's it. Like I don't really have anything else. I have to ask my kids. Like, okay, I'm finding this one. Which one should I use? Because I don't really know what their abilities are. So, yeah. You want to go get that? Yep. We, we have kids knocking at the door, so guess what? You get filler time with Donnie. Ain't that grand. A little, little filler story until Peaches comes back. Uh, her kiddos, 
if they're good at their school, they can uh, get these little plastic coins, these little gold coins, and then they can turn them in for prizes, treats, all that stuff. They will come home from school with these little micro-machine-sized Pokemon. Uh, they probably have easily 75 of them, and every now and again they'll come home with Pokemon trading cards. So, Pokemon has been a staple for her kiddos for as long as I've known them. Uh, we've been together for about three years. Yeah, two and a half years. And so, just talking about how your kiddos have Pokemon cards and those little yeah. figures. My, my kids have actually always liked Pokemon. They've watched it, so like I've seen um, the show. And so in my mind, I was like, this is such a kid thing. I could never get into it, but I, I have. But here's the thing, though. I mean, to some extent, everything is a kid thing. That makes it. No, I fixed it, remember? We're not going through the, the one-a-ma-jig anymore. That's right. So, figure So, I mean, yeah, everything could is a kid thing or could be. Because, I mean, Mario is still rated E for everyone. And everybody. I just didn't grow up with anyone liking it, and I think it was more. It had a. What is it? Savoir faire. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Croissant. Where someone. Where people think. Like it had its own little people. It had its like own it, little subculture. Yeah. And it really did. It still does. It still does, but like. The ones that I knew were just different. Like, they weren't like me, so I didn't ever hang out with them. And they were just, like, had their own little group. And I was like, okay, well. Okay, real fast, let's go off on a tangent. What, and, and this, like, totally speaks to the awesomeness of Pokemon. What games do you know that you have diehard fans that like follow everything, can recite stats, abilities, weaknesses, stuff like that. From down to seven up to thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> Not very many, actually. I don't think there is any. I think Unless, wow. Like, maybe, maybe Dungeons no. and Drag Dragons, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, and maybe like Dragon Ball Z or something like that. But I don't think that's more like they don't really have games. Yeah, they do. Do they? I mean, they have games, but like. I mean, I. I don't know. I, but no, I. I like fan base wise. Yeah, I think th those Pokemon are, I think, the huge ones. Yeah. And Pokemon's done something right. Oh yeah. I, I mean, we too, yeah we're being all prestigious and giving them an entire hour, or more. I don't know how much <laughs> we've recorded yet. Uh, time, you know, talking about. Their product and their legacy, essentially. Mm -hmm. So, that's just crazy to me. I mean, you've got people cosplaying Pokemon characters. Well, and who doesn't? Whether you like Pokemon or not, you know who the hell Pikachu is. I think, in all honesty, Pikachu is as recognizable as Mario. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Mickey Mouse. Yeah. 
I mean, I think seriously, those are the three most iconic mascots for companies. If you guys can think of any other I know, ones, I'm trying to think, like seriously, like because I mean, seriously, Bugs Bunny really hasn't been relevant since the '90s. I don't think my kids know who Bugs Bunny is. I mean, like my kids don't even know that much about Mickey Mouse. They, we just aren't that. So. I think to some some extent, I mean. But my kids, well, my oldest loves anime. Anything anime, he loves. Yeah. I mean, your your kiddos have been to Disneyland. Did you get your email? <gasps> Let's see. Oh, maybe. Nope, not yet. Dang not it. yet. It's a different one. I'm I'm waiting to become a Twitch affiliate at Producer Peaches. I'm on Twitch. Well, he's away. I'm going to just tell you. Bring up myself. Give okay. it, give it another ten minutes, and I bet you're there. So, yes, producer Peaches, it has been great having you on the show. Why don't you give everybody your information so they can find you on all your media outlets? Okay, so um, I am on Twitch, and I've been on there a lot more, and I have some exciting things coming um, to my Twitch. Let's talk about that real fast. Get okay. people engaged involved and excited yeah so i'm not completely like down with every all of the retro games and everything and i love doing this i love talking with donnie and being on air and having everyone like interact with us and so with my stream i am going to um have donnie and i on there and occasionally some other people if we can get them on and just talking about life in general it's not going to be anything specific like one thing not just gaming it's going to be life games board games drinks food and we're gonna have us on there and then whoever's gonna join you know will interact with them because seriously I have absolutely loved that part of streaming and this is going to be exclusively on twitch right now correct correct and when when we are doing this for peaches uh, when I'm on there, I will not be streaming. So if you guys want to follow my conversation in it, seriously, follow Peaches because she's been a great support for me. She's been a great help. This is the least I can do. I, I love the conversations that we have. We are moving Secret Time with Donnie and Peaches exclusively to her channel. Oh, are we? Yes, we are. Right. So if you guys want to be uh, up to date on that, in case you haven't caught any of the episodes so far, it's secrets. It could be as big as you want, nothing illegal, please. Don't tell us we where don't, you buried the body. Yeah, we don't no. want to know how many mistresses you have. <laughs> we are more interested in, well, you know... I mean, I don't mind hearing about... Maybe when I get my podcast, I wouldn't mind hearing about some mistresses or something. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking more of, like, things like, you know, one time when I was, you know, 17, we snuck over the border into Canada, celebrated a friend's birthday party, hit up a strip club and got so uh, drunk, we puked up Canadian maple syrup in the, the parking lot. Into the igloo. Yep. I mean, just just weird stuff, interesting stuff, stuff that maybe you were embarrassed back in the day, but it makes for a funny story. 
yeah. nowadays. Something that we can all look back and laugh on. Yeah, something silly that, like, a secret you would keep from your mom, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I can tell you guys. So when I was little, I did this thing. Yeah, exactly. So just something fun. It, yeah, it's just a way to kind of get stuff off your chest so you don't have to think about it anymore, or you can think about it in a different way. So we are going to move that to twitch.tv forward slash producer peaches. We always have a fun time. Typically, we have a glass of wine or, you know, a beer or two. Yeah. And we just kick back, interact with everybody, and have a grand old time. It's fun, and that's another reason I want to do um, my podcast on the stream. But you can also find me on Instagram. I'm trying to be more active on there. I don't really just post gaming things on there either. It's just more life and games. Um, and then on the Twitter the tweeter. The tweeter. Tweet, tweet. Yep. We're not on Facebook or anything. We're on those three. So, yeah. I would love it if you guys aren't following me. Come follow and let me know your thoughts. Yeah. Feelings, concerns. And if anybody has followed, uh, we have been doing some horror streams oh, on so Fridays. Fun. We do it uh, with an amazing group of streamers. We have... A quaint little community we've we kind of built. They're so cool. I love them all. So right now, I'm giving shout outs to Trek89. He's been a guest on the show. We love him. Uh, Maggot323. Uh, he hasn't been a guest on the show yet, but he's going to. Uh, great guy. Uh, the Legend of Kirk. We love The Legend of Kirk. One of our friends from across the pond. The Gaming Power Ups. Nothing but love for these guys uh producer peaches is in there i am in there i mean the the streams are rated m for mature because yeah. we're typically playing friday the 13th so there's blood there's gore uh we're making fun of the costumes that the people wear <laughs> like a string bikini and then sliding across the windowsill trying to escape it just looks painful <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of fun Make jokes about everything. Come and come and check us out. Yeah. Like just play along, have some fun with us. Uh, you got anything else, Peaches? Anything on Pokemon that you would like to top this off with? No. No. It's like get this interview over. <laughs> I was trying to think of something clever, but I'm not clever. This is why I have to have people on my podcast with me too, because I'm not clever. But I can, I can play off a of Donnie. And I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. Love peace and chicken grease. There you go. I was waiting on that. I was waiting for you to shut up so I could do it. No, you weren't. <laughs> she loves when I talk and take over her segments. <laughs> I'm still talking on hers. <laughs> All right. Love peace and chicken grease. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is always my great pleasure to have my Canadian brother from an Eskimo mother? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. We have the Gaming Power Ups joining us on this episode, and I am excited because you sent us a care package, I want to say back in December or maybe November. Something like that. It was late fall. And... It was 
amazing. It had a special gift in it because I had talked about it before. Yep. And you being the amazing person that you are, remembered it and said, hey, I've got an extra. I'm going to send it to him. We are talking about our first experiences with the Pokemon games this episode. So without further ado, I, I know you and I uh, have had a couple of talks. You have a video on YouTube about your honest review. <laughs> I don't know what Pikachu is saying, but I, I think he's saying shut up, Donnie, and let the gaming power-ups talk about his introduction uh, with his Pokemon game on the Game Boy. All right, so we got we to gotta take the clocks back 23 years ago, uh, back to 1996. Um, I don't remember exactly when I got it. Um, I just, I'm pretty sure, um, I'd gotten it just before March break. So that would make sense because for us, March break or spring break for you guys, uh, it's usually for us like the second week of March and, uh, the game came out February 26th in, uh, 1996. So I don't really remember talking about it much. I don't remember the hype about the game it was kind of probably one of those that i, I kind of saw and was like man that'd be kind of cool and uh my uncle being uh the amazing supporter in everything video games uh for me uh decided that he would get it for me surprised me for it came down to visit and was like hey i remember you you kind of mentioned this game and i'm like oh my god yes it's you know the and again not knowing much about it all i knew is that i saw the cover of charizard on pokemon red and was like that looks amazing so okay, so you already had the version in mind that you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Just because of it being red, really. That was that was that was my uh, my educated, uh, you know, choice. And that Charizard looks sick on the cover. Again, didn't know <laughs> what it was, but I just was like, that and thing is cool. Dude, I I thought you and I were kindred spirits. I mean, when we did your logo and stuff you said blue and green i'm yep. i'm expecting you'd be team blue with me <laughs> i, I got to flip flop my, my color sometimes so little do you know i mean charizard is pretty freaking sweet I, I will give you that i i love dragons to to make it up i i, I typically buy both copies of all the pokemon games that come out so that way i have both but Charizard just just won my heart a little bit more than Blastoise did. Hell, it may have just been they had the the commercial of that one, and that was just it. So happened to be that was the one my uncle got. Um, but I just I remember getting it home and uh, opening it up, and then you know grabbing the instruction manual, which is non-existent nowadays unless you get a a game from uh, you know East Asia Soft or uh, Limited Run Games or guys that have you know taken games and taken the pride into into making. Yeah, uh, like Mega Cat Studios. Yes, exactly. Another great developer and, and and publisher. So when they have, when you you don't have those nowadays. So I, I took it home. I, I opened it up. I, I read the instruction manual, and I, I still didn't really know what the hell I was doing because I mean it was more of me just looking at the pictures. I was uh, I would have been six at the time. So I mean as much of the instruction manual that I would have read, uh, and then I fired it into my Game Boy, into my original Game Boy. And, um, you know, I played through it a bit on there, but what I remember playing the most, 
uh, would have been on March break. And back then we used to have two weeks off. I don't remember exactly when it changed, um, but now it's only a week. Um, there was still when I was in school, it just, you know, all of a sudden one March break, we only had a week off, but I had two weeks off and that's literally all I did. But as opposed to putting it on my Game Boy and burning through all my batteries, I had a Super Game Boy. And um, I loved the Super Game Boy and that's how I played, you know, two weeks worth of Pokemon Red. Uh, was playing it through the uh, Super Game Boy, and it was fantastic. But again, not knowing much about the game, I remember that my I had had a Charmeleon because I, I chose Charmander and got a Charmeleon, and he was like level thirty, and all my other guys were like you know level four because that's all I it was just him. That was the only Pokemon I wanted to use until I got to Misty's gym, and her being a water type. She extinguishes fire, and I had a hell of a time. I beat her. I beat her with a fire type. A fire type was jacked up, ready to go. And uh, I just remember, like, that was, like, the last thing I accomplished over the, the March break uh, was was beating Misty. And then uh, just getting more and more into the game and then under, starting to understand it more and more um, really grew to appreciate the game. And my best friend had a uh, blue version, which was hilarious. So he, uh, we would trade back and forth, um, you know, getting, you know, the Pokemon that were in one version that weren't in the other, because they've always had it where there's, you know, usually about 20 Pokemon that you can't get in either version, you know, maybe sometimes a little less than that. Um, and you have to trade, it, it promotes you to trade, it promotes you to, you know, the online multiplayer before it was online multiplayer, you know, you grabbed a cable, you know, it would almost look like a USB cable is the Game Boy Link cable. And you would take one end and plug it into your Game Boy and you'd pass the other end to your friend. And he'd plug it into his and you'd go into the Poke Center and you would either choose to, to trade Pokemon or you'd choose to battle them. I, I have to ask a question real fast. Yes. Because we, we've gotten pretty far in this discussion. I have a riveting question for all of our audience. Who did you name Gary, your uh, your competitor? Gary. I was super weird. I've always been super weird when it comes to, um, like, naming characters. Um, I would always go through the instruction manual and figure out, um, you know, or if I'd had a player, player's guide with the game, I'd always figure out what the idea name of that person was supposed to be and then name them that. Um, I rarely will go out of my way to name a character, my even my own name. Um, you know, well, you didn't have like a nemesis of your own that you're like, okay, I'm naming this dickbag. <laughs> uh, I'm naming him Ralph because that little bastard stole my quarter. In the arcade. No, I guess I never thought that far into it. I, uh, For me, it was just like I went in and they're like, and this is Gary. You're th okay, I guess his name is Gary. And then, uh, you know, I think I think the, the default name for him was uh, was Blue. Uh, and then I think in, in Pokemon Blue version, his the rival's default name was Red. Uh, but Gary was on the list. I don't exactly remember how or why I came about it. I want to say it was the instruction manual because I was always... I'd always kind of try to, try to figure out what the, the names of the characters were. Because um, I always wanted to be as real as possible, I guess. You know, weird to know that at age six. But <laughs> I uh, that was, yeah, I, I only named him Gary. It was, it was very boring. Okay, we are going to take a quick break just so we can play some Pokemon music in between. So we will be right back.
avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. Thanks, Skype. We are doing a podcast. Why would we not know this? <laughs> Wait, this is being recorded? We are recording on purpose. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Peach has found a soundboard uh, on her phone. And that's the real reason why we took a pause is because she wanted to toy with it. <laughs> I'm trying to bring you something professional-ish. Oh, it's awesome. Remember when those like became a thing like way back in the day and you'd like log into like a website and you click on them soundboards for like Arnold or like you know, whoever and you'd like just like hours of just clicking on it and making sentences out of stuff. Oh, it's great. When I was in high school, I had the Arnold soundboard. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And my favorite was I'd push a button and he'd say, Who is your daddy? And what does he do? Rubba baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> I would combine the two together. And, and the funny thing is, I would do that and then go out in the hallway and play Pokemon. <laughs> it's like, I am Arnold. No, just kidding. I'm playing Pokemon. I, I, I was a predator out for all the Pokemon. <laughs> what the hell are you? Get to the chopper or the Pikachu. Don't you could eat my cookies. Oh my. Okay. We're going to have Peaches leave the room now. <laughs> All right. Hey so, so back to your story before I so rudely interrupted you. I know. I'm sorry. No, I, I took credit. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, I and, you know, it's interesting because I, uh, I play the holy hell out of Pokemon Red. And... Um, you know, I remember still, you know, being in elementary school, like when the Game Boy Color first came out. So that was 98, 97. I got to look this up real quick. I want to say it was 98. Uh, you guys are so old, man. Let's see here. Game Boy Color. I can't type very fast. Come on, buddy. Or not. <laughs> Where did it go? Yes, October 21st, 1998. So, um, I, I, this time I, would, I was still playing Pokemon, and uh, it's interesting because that was, like, the one game that, like, I invested um, the most time on a handheld with. I had had, um, you know, a, a handful of Game Boy games, but I never had a lot. Um, it was just, like, the one thing that just, it was hard. That You know, we all know those screens were horrible to look at. Um, you know, getting any type of light to them and stuff like that. So they weren't uh, they weren't as popular, at least uh, now as they they were then. Now with handhelds, you have backlights and you know rechargeable batteries and all that such. But I just I remember like that when, when you played them, it wasn't so hard to see. I kind of feel the same way. Looking back, I don't think I ever really had an issue playing my Game Boy. Yeah. Unless I was somewhere dark like in the back seat of a car at night yeah because yeah, i played mine all the time in the car and so it's like now i'm like how did i do that were our eyes like more adaptive back then they must supersonic eyeballs blue light. yeah have we evolved <laughs> i think that's 
part of it. I think, you know, you, you kind of got used to, you know, what you had around you. I mean, you know, the, yeah. we, we take for granted the HD TVs and the 4Ks and the 8Ks and the 100Ks and wherever they're at with TVs <laughs> nowadays that I think looking back for it now, we're like, oh, God, how do we ever stare at this? But, you know, that was really what we had. We didn't have yeah. anything else. To, there was no other uh, point you of reference. You nothing else. And so you're like, oh, no, these graphics are amazing and I can see it in the car. I don't care. What yeah. was your first Game Boy? Uh, what was it? it? Was the original Game Boy? I uh, I my me and my mom because my dad doesn't like to fly. Um, went down to Florida to visit my uh, grandparents because they would go down there for six months out of the year, and uh, we flew down to Florida. It would have been um, the year before, so probably ninety five ish is when I would have went. Probably the Later in the fall, I guess, um, I'd went and I remember getting down there and I'd wanted a game, but hadn't I I'd had my eye on it for a little while. And I remember distinctly saying to my mom, I'm like, hey, mom, I'm like, it's so much cheaper here because I'm a kid and do not know about exchange rate and how horrible the exchange rate was yes, for Canadian really to US dollars. So to me, I remember seeing $40 being like, this is amazing. It's like 80 back home, mom. Uh, and trying to explain that to a kid who's five and a half and super excited and thinks that he's found a deal. Yeah, uh, all you see are the numbers. You don't see, like, the dollar sign or whatever. Is exactly. Like you said, you don't know the exchange rate. You don't know that a, a dollar is not the same as a maple leaf. Right, exactly. I figured he's just that a straight so trade up. So... I remember getting that uh, between my mom and my, and my grandmother. They were like, okay, we know he wants it. We'll send him back off. And I think it was more or less like, oh, this will help him on the plane, not bother us. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> it was, uh, I got that. I got Batman the Animated Series uh, in box. And I got, uh, my mom surprised me on the plane with uh, a copy of uh, Super Mario Land. So I was awesome. very content with that, uh, taking that back home. And then, so when I had my, uh, so I had my, my Game Boy for a couple of years, and uh, I just remember my dad picking me up from school one day, and uh, at the time, my dad used to do a lot of renovations and stuff, so he had a work truck, so there was always stuff in the back, so there was only the two seats in the front, and I remember him just saying, hey, there's something around the back of the, you know, the behind your seat for you, I mean, you'd, you know, surprise candy or whatever, so I pulled the bag up, and I look at it, and I'm like, my jaw hit the floor, went outside the car, and went back in the classroom, he'd gotten <laughs> me a Game Boy Color. And yeah. it was like, it was one of those things that like, I don't remember talking about it. I, I guess I obviously would have talked about it, but I don't remember talking to him that much about it. But it was one of those cool moments that like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I went to the store and I was telling the guy that, you know, you play your Game Boy or, you know, because my parents like refused to learn names of things. He was like, you know, the thing you play with the game in your hand. <laughs> and, you know, the handheld uh, Nintendo. <laughs> right. Like the thing you play Mario on. And he's like, I asked the guy at the store, like, you know about these new ones that he's like, we've seen, you know, he's like, now it's in color. So, you know, and it was like the most amazing thing. And I remember I had gotten, uh, my uncle had taken me to the store. Cause I had said like, you know, I wanted to get like some kind of case, just something to put it in. Cause I, you know, it was brand new. And, uh, we ended up finding one of those, uh, you know, 10 in one, accessory packs that they have so it's like it had a, a battery pack so you could plug it into the wall it had um you know, a couple of the things the biggest thing was the worm light yeah and did, did uh, it have the built-in speakers and the magnifying glass oh uh, i had that for my original yeah i had it for both actually 
because I had it for my original Game Boy and I had it for the color, but I liked the warm light because I found the magnifying glass light, you had to be at a certain angle, and we're like, with the warm light, you could kind of just, it didn't matter which way you looked at it. And, uh, man, and then that, that Game Boy carried, that Game Boy Color carried me, you know, through Pokemon Gold and Silver, uh, Pokemon Crystal, and then, um, then Game Boy Advance came out. And then Game Boy Advance was, you know, the original one didn't have a backlight either. Um, so I learned that I was like, wait a minute, my Game Boy Color and my Game Boy Advance have the same port. So I just took my same worm light and turned the thing around and plugged it in there. And I was able to play that in the dark. And I remember getting that. And one of the first games I got for it was uh, Castlevania Circle of the Moon. Oh. It's a great Castlevania game. And uh, I remember getting Pokemon. And at that time, when Pokemon Ruby came out, I was starting to get a little bit older in my taste of games. Um, so, you know, Pokemon wasn't as big as a priority for me as, you know, it had been in, you know, earlier years, because um, that came out in 2002. So, you know, at that time, I'm like, ah, you know, like, Pokemon's kind of cool, and I, I played through it. Uh, I'd gotten Pokemon Leaf Green, which was the remake of uh, Pokemon uh, Red and Blue, and uh, played that, really enjoyed it, loved how they put some stuff in at the end of the game when you beat it, some extra caves, you can go get, you know, different Pokemon and stuff. And then that was kind of where I fell off. I had had a DS, uh, I've had every handheld, I've been lucky enough to have every handheld that Nintendo's put out, you know, if it's not on, released it, you know, a little bit down the road, but I've always picked the, the next one up. So I'd had a DS, um, but at the time, Pokemon wasn't cool anymore. You know, it was, I felt like I was, you know, a kid by playing it, you know, so I had, uh, I had missed it all for the DS and it was only until I got my 3DS, uh, which I got because they had a Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D and we all know how much of a fanboy I am of Legend of Zelda. Yes, we do. Uh, so I had gotten my 3DS for that and, uh, I, one of the guys at work was talking about Pokemon and I was like, wait, this is still cool. Like, and we were talking about Pokemon uh, X and Y. And, you know, he talked about it a bit. And I was like, man, maybe I should, you know, just get back into it. Because I'd heard you could get one of the our first three original starters. Charmander, Bulbasaur, and uh, Squirtle. So I was like, well, if I could get, you know, one of those in the game. You know, I kind of know that because I've been off. You know, I'd, I'd missed uh, Pearl, uh, Diamond, uh, Pearl, Diamond, Black version 1 and 2. Um, Soul Silver and Heart Gold. Um, so I missed three three games, um, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll still be able to kind of understand it. But I was like, you know what? I found it for cheap. I picked it up, and it was Pokemon Y. Kind of funny because it was it was the red version of the two games, and um, yeah, I mean that's what made me fall back in love with Pokemon. Um, I played through that, and once I played through that, well, then I had to get. Um, I started finding some of the ones on the DS and then I beat through those. And uh, I've almost got a full collection of both, um, both versions of, of each game. Um, wow. There's only a few more that I'm missing. Uh, but when uh, Sun and Moon came out, I got that in the steel book. Uh, it was on like on a, like a deal on Amazon that you could order it for a hundred bucks and uh, you get both games in a steel book. I did the same thing for Ultra Sun and Moon. And then when uh, Let's Go Pikachu came out, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know, the, 
the yeah, six. Yeah, your YouTube on that. The let's go, or is that the one? Yeah, yeah let's go Pikachu. Yeah, his like, honest review. Yeah, yeah, like I loved that, and honestly, like I'm not that into Pokemon, but like watching that review, I was like, oh, this actually sounds really fun. This sounds like something that I could get into. Kind of have the same feelings of nostalgia. Yeah. So I have to ask. You haven't talked about, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, two of the Pokemon games that I grew up playing, so I need to know if you played them. Did you play Pokemon Pinball? Yes. What about the Pokemon card game? I have that as well, which was technically the second one because Japan got one before we did with a limited deck. I did of course not they know did. that. Yeah. They get everything better than us on Well, that's because that's where they make them all. <laughs> well, whatever, okay. <laughs> and they had one more after that that had, like, the Pokemon Gold and Silver, like the Johto uh, Pokemon in it as well. Well, and I think Pokemon Stadium, ours is the second one. Is it? I think so. Is it Gold and Silver, the cartridge? Well, no, I mean, I, I think Japan had a Pokemon Stadium oh, first. Oh, yes, you're correct. Yeah, with yeah. a very limited amount of Pokemon that you could use. Yeah. So, yes, ours, ours is the, our number one is their number two. Okay. <laughs> oh, who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> who is your all-time favorite Pokemon? Charizard. Charizard? Charizard. Excluding Charizard, who is your all-time <laughs> favorite Pokemon? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you know, if it's by type, um, I would say water would have to be Blastoise. Grass would be Venusaur. Um, electric, although interestingly enough, is not Pikachu. Um, because growing up playing Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow, um, Pikachu was not very strong. He was His speed was fast, but his attack and defense and everything else was terrible. He didn't have yeah. good moves. Um, you know, the only good uh, electric Pokemon they had in the in the first gen was, uh, was Zapdos, and you didn't get him what? until almost the end of the... Oh, he's so disappointed in you. I, I like, seriously just... thought we were brothers. What about Electabuzz? I... It's same kind of thing. You didn't get him until later in the game. So I never even just, I never even bothered. Um, <laughs> so I don't even remember what I used for my electric. But once I hit Gen 2, Ampharos. So the Mareep, the little electric sheep Pokemon, um, that's my go-to. Anytime I can get that electric Pokemon in a game, that's what I use. Okay, I, I can dig that. I, I can respect that. And I can respect the Zapdos, but Electabuzz is my number one. Like, all-time favorite Pokemon. It's so. true. Uh, it, it's funny because I saw him in the cartoon. I used to watch it with my little brother. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, this guy is a goofy little bastard. Because he'd sit there, <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and then you find out that they can only, I mean, you don't just find out, but you know that they can only say parts of their name. So he's like, I can't say anything. <laughs> just mad frustration. I'm like, bro, I feel you. I feel you. You're like, words are hard. We get you. <laughs> exactly. That's well, awesome. What is your all-time favorite Pokemon game that is out so far? <sighs> it's it's tough. Pokemon Red 
who will always be the number one in my heart, the number one on the charts. Um, I love it so much that it's, I actually still have my original copy uh, and some beyond somehow, I don't know how it's still working. It is my original save from, you know, 96 when I started it. Uh, you know, that thing is almost as old as I am. Um, I don't know how it's still saved. So last year I went out and I had to buy a, uh, it's uh, an adapter for the computer that I can dump ROMs or save files from Game Boy games. Uh, and I specifically bought it to save my Pokemon Red onto my computer, my save file onto my computer so that if for whatever reason my battery dies, I will you always have, have that save file. Nice. Uh, but I would say my favorite, my all-time favorite Pokemon game, um, oh, I would say Pokemon X or Pokemon like X and Y um, has to be up there because it's what got me back into Pokemon. Um, it, and I found that it was like the most refreshing changes that they did. They added a couple more types. They added a lot more moves. Um, you know, you could use TMs more than once. Um HMs you could use and they were more powerful. So I just found that they really found a real good balance with the game and then seeing the more 3D visuals, um, that's really what made me fall in love with it. But it's a hard toss between that and Let's Go Pikachu. You know, there was a few things that frustrated me in the game. Uh, definitely the catch mechanic over a long period of time. Like, it was fun with the Pokeball Plus, but as I talked about in my video on my YouTube channel at the Gaming Power Ups, um, shameless boy. plug, I uh, I mentioned that it's just it's it's fun to play with, but after a while, um, it's just it doesn't seem like it just works as, as smooth as it does in handheld mode. It works, you know, pretty good, but when you throw in the ball, it's just it loses its luster, kind of thing. But other than that, like for a person who's played Pokemon for you know twenty six years now and twenty three years, and, and you know playing Pokemon Red and then playing Pokemon Yellow. So I played all the way through Pokemon Yellow and gritted my teeth using Pikachu. And I, uh, playing it again on uh, on the Switch, it was so cool to see, like, it's kind of what that game looked like to me as a kid. Like, when I played Pokemon yeah. Yellow and playing Let's Go Pikachu, it's like what I saw as a kid seeing that again. And they, you know, all the slight changes they made, and again, because I'm just you know, stuck in my ways of like their HMs and not called special techniques. And it's like, but other than that, like everything else is very true to the game. They they were, you know, almost spot on with the source material. And it was, it was so fun and enjoyable to play through that game again. And it felt kind of like a new game, but it was so familiar. Um, they did a really good job with that, especially for anybody who has, um, you know, any love of Pokemon and especially has played the, you know, maybe that was the last game you played was Pokemon red, blue, or yellow, you know, way back when, and you're like, Hey, if I want to get back into a Pokemon game, let's go Pikachu or let's go Eevee. Um, fantastic, fantastic game. And, uh, it will sure not to, uh, let anybody down. So what do you think about the Pokemon RPG that's going to come out? Uh, I'm excited. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm down to try any Pokemon game that comes out, you know, it may not necessarily mean I'll love it. Um, I, I'm, you know, I will be day one game for me when it comes out. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm hoping they do a, a dual bundle like they've done with, uh, the ultra sun and moon 
Um, I hope they kind of do the same thing. If not, I'll you know probably get one first and then the the second one after for my collection. But I uh, super excited for that coming out. You know, and it's funny because some of the offshoot games too I, I found pretty cool. There was uh, Pokemon Conquest for the DS, and uh, it's actually a turn based strategy game. But Pokemon. Okay. Oh, I've been playing Pokemon Quest. Yes, yeah. I, I have it downloaded. It was a free one, and it's been pretty fun. So what what's like the main goal in the game? Like, what are you? What do you do in the game? Because I've, like I said, I've downloaded. I've just never turned it on. You gotta fight them all. <laughs> I I don't know. I haven't played it. Peaches <laughs> does not let me touch her Switch because it rarely leaves her hands. <laughs> it's true. It's new. My new like favorite console. Um. So I don't know because I really haven't played any of the other Pokemon games. But um, you're basically playing on different islands, trying to beat them all and then beat the, the boss. And you get... Are there gyms and gym leaders? No. Because uh, from the way that so you're it like looked on to an me, island you're and just you can... like, it's exploration. Yeah. Well, I don't even know it, how to all, Almost it. like you're filling a Pokedex. That's that's how it looked to me when I was watching but over her shoulders. Have... Saying, so Peaches, please, can I play? Can I play? <laughs> I haven't played Breath of the Wild in months. <laughs> No, it's like you're uh, you start on like easy islands and you move and you're trying. I don't know. I haven't played it for a while, but you're getting like new Pokemon and then you train them and you level them up. And don't they eat each other? To you don't necessarily eat each other. You just like <laughs> fight each other and you get more power and then that Pokemon is gone. So you only can. Oh, have... I thought you were saying you had to consume another Pokemon. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah. But you're not. Technically oh, you're, you're not like. <laughs> Okay, Pikachu, go eat that Squirtle right now. He looks delicious. No, they just like they like this battle with each other, like just a quick animation of them like battling, and then um, and then it's your soul is mine. Yeah, level up. <laughs> but I haven't beat it or anything because um, I can't. I don't know. I just I don't know Pokemon enough. Like I asked my kids, I'm like. Okay, which one should I use on this one? Yeah, my my seven year old comes in. It's like, oh, that's my favorite. What what is it? Well, it's this, and its stats are this, and its attack type is this. It's like, holy crap! Yeah, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's been fun. It's just I've lost interest in it the last little bit just because I don't know a ton about Pokemon. But I'm actually stoked about the RPG one. I wonder why. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. I do what, what I is want. This? <laughs> I don't know. Pokemon is the only technical RPG that I can get into. Turn based, Turn-based, all that that's stuff. Yeah. So, well, buddy, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Please, please, please give everybody a rundown of your information just so that they can find you. And seriously, when he tells you his info, go find his honest reviews video. Yeah, it's awesome. And listen to it. It's great. Like he talks like regular gaming folk. He his understanding of games is just phenomenal. You can trust this guy as much as you can trust me. <laughs> so not very much. Oh, oh. <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, so you can find me on YouTube. 
at the gaming power-ups. I'm uh, slowly getting to my my first goal of 100 subscribers. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm at 39 right now. Uh, Once I get to 100, I actually get to change my URL. So once you go on YouTube, you can just type in youtube.com slash the gaming power-ups. Right now, it's just a jumble of... uh, letters and numbers and you know equal signs so that's uh that's my goal for for youtube um i guys can also find me on twitch uh, i've been a little bit uh, absent in the last couple of weeks work's been uh pretty ramped uh, but i'm trying to get on at least once a week right now um you find me on twitch at the gaming power-ups uh right now i'm playing through ocarina of time just because i haven't played it this year yet and i would love to show people um who haven't played the game am <clears throat> donnie um how great <laughs> this game is uh even if it was on the n64 originally you want and... it looks great when you play it <laughs> like for real it really does like i could see myself if I didn't just pack it up with all of the stuff in the retro room. Yep. <laughs> that, that, that's the sound of me crying. Uh, if I didn't pack it up, I would honestly like start to get into it. Because I know where the sword is now. Yep. Because of your video. Uh, oh Well, uh, because of your Twitch and you're streaming it. So the game looks phenomenal. You know what you're doing. The The chit-chat that you give while you're playing it. Seriously, that's why I love watching his Twitch. Yeah, because whether whether he's got people involved having a conversation, he is giving the best information. So I cannot recommend his Twitch enough. Seriously, I'm I'm glad it comes off that way. I worry that sometimes I go off on tangents about history lessons on things. I'm like, well, the grass over here was originally like. (laughs) That's why it's fantastic. You play a game that you're passionate about and you tell people why you're passionate and it shares that passion and it gets people involved and it gets them interested more so yeah it comes through it's th- like than oh, just watching a playthrough on youtube where it's just you know the game itself right and that's 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 really the most fun for me is you know it's great having that time to play uh, to play games but it's great having you know being able to connect with people answer questions you know just talk passionately about games that I love so much and you know to to be honest with you guys there's only so many times I can tell my wife the same story when she's like uh, you've told me this already so now I get to share it with a larger I can play audience. with somebody else and tell them. <laughs> So getting closer on there uh, to uh, Twitch affiliate, um, you know, I've got uh, 20 followers right now. We've got 30 more to go. So uh, I'm pretty excited for that. You guys can also find me on Instagram at the Gaming Power Ups and uh, on Twitter at Gaming Power Ups. Well, let's seriously help you reach your YouTube goal and your Twitch goal. Because seriously, I love your shows. I... I can honestly say I am very proud and very lucky to be one of the first people who really, I think, got a glimpse into your YouTube channel. Yes. And from the very get-go, I'm like, dude, run with it. Like, take it. I love it. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I remember sending you that choppy test footage of me talking about uh, Ocarina of Time. And being like super nervous, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it off, and oh man, he's gonna hate it. You're like, dude, this is awesome. I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. And yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> incrementally, just keep getting a little bit better, get a little bit more comfortable, 
and uh, it's it's a great little trip. And it's good to it's good to look back and get the kiddos involved. That's yeah. my it's my secret hint for uh, the the video that drops on Tuesday. Ooh. Which this is not going to release today that we're recording. Uh, we still have more show to fill in, but we are starting to record more frequently, but only still releasing every other week. We have... So, do the date. of What what date is it coming out? It will be on Tuesday, yeah. the uh, on the 26th of March. Okay. So cool. So, if this is posted after the 26th, it's out. It's, yeah, it's, it's out. out. Go watch it. Go check it out. So, yeah, because we will be doing spring break with our kiddos this next weekend. So, we're recording a little bit early. So, we are speaking to you from the past. Ooh. Invest in Apple products <laughs> and Nintendo. We're not in the future. You can't oh, tell them. Damn it. <laughs> Somebody's right, telling so you about so Google. This is why we're poor. <laughs> what is this? Yahoo. Invest. Do it. Yeah. Goggle? <laughs> is that something I put on my face? Go swimming? Why do I need to search something on goggles? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the goggles. Table search for you. <laughs> you know, I love the Google, and I will always call it the Google. Yep. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Longest time, uh, for the longest time, called it the Googly. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, you know, the Googly. I'm like, Google? He's like, yeah, you know, where you put the things, the, the search the words online. I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> I, I want to say one last thing. I'm thinking every so often we are going to have a smorgasbord of streamers on like a Friday night or a Saturday night, maybe even Sunday morning, whenever we all get the chance. Yes. And we will just have a blast. We played Friday the 13th and had some giggles. Uh, we played Killing Floor 2. I mean, they're, they're modern games, but it's the experience that you got growing up. But instead of being at your friend's house, everybody's at their own house, but they're able to converse and it's just so be fun. gaming geeks together. <laughs> so, yeah. so keep an eye out. Uh, follow him on Twitch. Follow Producer Peaches on Twitch. Follow myself, Grab Life by the Controller on Twitch. And just come hang out. Have some fun with us. Let's be nerds together. Exactly. Do it. It's doing good now. <laughs> do it. I can't do it. I cannot do voices, okay? You can do your voice. I can be like, get oot. Because it's boot to get crazy. <laughs> that was Canadian to Irish? It was. <laughs> I'm Scottish Canadians. They have the best key. I'm like Braveheart. Like Brown Jameson? <laughs> Jameson Royale? Royale? <laughs> Royale with cheese? Yes. <laughs> this, this, this is why people come and watch and hang out with us on Twitch, seriously. It is just a blast. Give us all a chance. Uh, if you don't like it, you're not paying anything, so you're not having anything. <laughs> you're like, I don't even know who you are. Actually, I really yeah, don't. Yeah, literally, <laughs> we, don't, we don't know who's listening. <laughs> But uh, seriously, much love. Uh, love what you're doing uh, on your streams, on your YouTube channel. 
Uh, love just being able to chit chat, hang out. You're one of the coolest people I've met. You really are my Canadian brother. So thank you so much for coming back on the show. Guys, anytime. I, I love being on here and I love being able to, to talk shop and talk, you know, whatever, whatever it is. It's, it's great to have to, you know, have conversations with friends. That'll yes. never, that'll always be uh, number one. Yeah. And, and thank your wife and your kids for uh, letting you, yes, your time yeah. with us. <laughs> thank, thank them for sharing you with That's us. What I, to say. I definitely will. <laughs> Words are really hard, okay? I'm telling you that they're hard. I'm going to get that tattoo on my knuckles, I think. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going to get that scrawled across my knuckles in ink. <laughs> Words. Hard. <laughs> and on the tips of my thumb, it'll say O and R. Or hard. God damn it! Or hard. Oh, that's perfect. Or hard. Or hard. <laughs> Words are hard. Oh my gosh. Words or hard? You mean A <laughs> Well, yeah, but then there's no E. I don't know what to do. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. This will be our last show ever. <laughs> Went downhill real fast. <laughs> this is why I'm not a tattoo artist. People would be sending me hate mail. You're like, you spelled this wrong. Whatever. I got no regrets. <laughs> Even one letter. Okay, folks? <laughs> All right. And on that note. Love, peace, and chicken grease. <laughs> Thanks. Gaming power-ups. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Take care, man. All right, guys, game on. <laughs> and now you are recording the call. Cool. Right on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have here a great first-time guest. I'd say great because he's not only a friend, but he also has a really unique and good podcast. His name's Taylor. His podcast name is Just Think, and I will let him get a little bit more into that. All right, doing, yeah. Buddy? I'm doing all right. Um, first, thank you for having me on. It's nice to be branching out a little bit. Um, so Just Think is a show where I take philosophy, theology, um, psychology, and other you know scientific ologies at that point to delve into complex ideas within society um, and to figure out argument, you know, see why people think the way they do, um, what they may, you know, what may be the foundation for their belief systems to where you know what you're talking about or what kind of person you're talking to when you're having a dialogue, right? And in society, there are all these complex things that we play with that we don't realize we play with, and I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. So, like, right now, as a time of recording, I'm doing a series that I figured out now has to do with determinism, and that's just a philosophy concept that you have no control over everything. And it's it's a fun podcast. It's very educational. It's once a week. We don't have like a strict, I only talk about philosophy because I have like a social media series or a good life series. Um, and Grab Life, we did a show together on mixing families, which that was a phenomenal show. So It was yeah. a great experience on, on my part. So thank you for having me. No problem. It was great to have you on. 
Um, so yeah, we release an episode every Sunday, every now and then I'll do a bonus episode and we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google play, Google podcasts, and a bunch of other smaller platforms whose names I forget, but we're on them too. So check it out. Just think. And seriously, it is a great podcast. It's one of the only podcasts that I listen to that's not gaming related. So I honestly give it my seal of approval as little as that means, but it's seriously good. Go check it out. Every seal is a good seal to me as far as I'm concerned. Right on. Well, today's show, we are talking about our first experiences with Pokemon games. Yep. So I, I think one of the very first streams that I caught of yours, you were playing Pokemon. Yes. Which to me just took me back. I, I don't know which one you were playing I've never played it, but it takes me back to when I used to play Pokemon Blue so much. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll just have you dive right in. Yeah. Uh, so I think the stream you ran into was Leaf Green, which was the remake of Red and Blue. Um, it was one of the remakes from the Game Boy Advance days. And Leaf Green was the first Pokemon I played. Not, like, of the games, but it was the first one I got my hands on, if that makes sense. So, when I was younger, me and my little brother, we both had Game Boy Advance SP, so that's about the time frame I'm working with. And, you know, we we had gotten the Pokemon games as gifts, so there was a Leaf Green and there was Fire Red, right? And I remember, you know, getting these and being like, oh, Fire Red, that's, like, that's the cooler one, you know, because, like, I was, what, six or seven? Well, you know, fire versus leaf. I want the fire one, right? <laughs> so and so naturally, how that ended up going down was that Jacob, my younger brother of four years, got the fire red, and I got leaf green, and I was only a little butthurt at the time. <laughs> um, so, well, yeah, Pokemon's been a series where it's one of it's the only series that's had the staying power in my life that it has because, like, I still play it every now and then. You know what I mean? Sword and Shield is coming out this year. I'm going to buy it for the Switch, um, and I'm going to love the hell out of it. Oh yeah. Um, and then, but the only like it's the only game series, the only game in my life that has had more of a staying impact is Diablo two. But like compared to the Diablo series, it does, the Pokemon's still more relevant. If that makes sense, because I still play the new ones. I don't play the newer Diablo as much. See, and over here, we are big-time Diablo fans as well. Uh, yeah. I, I have two on, I think, the PlayStation 2. And then uh, Peaches, when her and I started dating, we played Diablo 3 on PS4 like it was going out of style. Yes, Diablo 3, that was, when it came out, I was all into it, but it just wasn't the same game. See, and I, I get that. Uh, when it comes to Pokemon... Uh, are you a fan of turn-based RPGs? No. So no. you're like me. You like this game even though by no means should you enjoy this game. Yeah, no, like I've tried other um, turn-based RPGs or JRPGs, and I hate every single one of them. And for the, there's something about Pokemon, and I don't know what they've done. Um, it, it's just perfectly crafted. Yeah, it makes perfect sense for Pokemon for some yeah. reason. Exactly. Um, and it's weird too, because like you play, so when I played it as a kid, and I don't know if you can attest to this as well, but when I played it when I was younger, I mean, I just played it, you know what I mean? I caught what I thought looked cool. Um, I beat the elite four, like that was my, you know, that was the whole point of the game. And then that was just my shtick for years. And then I took a break for a while because at some point you become too cool for school. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And when I returned to it, uh, as I was moving to college, I found this, like, whole other realm in it. Because, like, I didn't actually get into the stats or the breeding or the um, the competitiveness of it. You know what I mean? Like, you could really put a lot of time and effort into how you structure your team. And I didn't do that as a kid. I just used, you know, Charmander because I thought he looked cool. Um <laughs> So yeah, it, it was. It's just funny because having gone back to it and having played it as an adult, I get something completely different than what I got as a child. And not many games can do that. No, and it's brilliant. I mean, this is a game that not only did I play it when Red and Blue came out, I had friends that their parents would play it because of the in-depth stats everything like that, they were analyzing the game and playing yeah. it like an adult would, which to me was weird. Really weird. I just wanted to catch Electabuzzes and name them stupid stuff. Yes. Do you remember any of the names that you named your Pokemon? Oh, in the early? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, well, I probably thought I was cooler than I was for the curse words I was using. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll say that. I, I remember, seriously, Electabuzz is my all-time favorite Pokemon. Okay. And I had one named Assmunch. Assmunch, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I probably had something named that at some point, too. <laughs> I, I think every little boy, maybe little girls, too, not so much, but... I, I definitely like think it's Ass Munch or a Ass Face. Yeah. Something to do with ass. Uh, ass Hat, that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and... It, your parents didn't really get on your Game Boy. No. So you could name them whatever you wanted. Right. And it was that little ounce of freedom and hilarity that and just, hilarity. I mean, and then trading it away was hilarious. Because they couldn't change the name. No, it was like, well, I, I remember, like, there would be times where I'd be trading and the, the name would totally make it to where, oh, I can't have that. I've had the name totally end it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I have gotten or received a Pokemon with a name so obscene. I I didn't know it was obscene. I just knew, hey, I got a, a, a Charmeleon. Do you want to trade for your Ivasaur? Sure. And then you get something like, uh, no. And then immediately trade it away and have it be somebody else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now, who is your favorite Pokemon? Oh boy, that's hard. So my favorite all time, I I don't know why Mew. Like I love Mew. I never use it though, if that makes sense. No, I I totally get it. Um, so Mew. So I like Mew. That's probably my favorite. I like Mew too. You can see a pattern here. Um, and then like a regular Pokemon type stuff. I like Lucario. Lucario's dope. Um. Who I'm trying to think like regular Gen One? I don't know. There, there's so many good ones because like I, I like Blastoise, I like Charizard, I like um, the birds. I like yeah. I, I can't narrow it down. I was that's hard. My favorite all time like regular like non legendary and non mythical is probably Lucario. Uh, that's a good choice. And yeah. so far, out of everyone that I've talked to. You're the only person that has chose something that's not just like Charizard. Right. I've talked to four people, and I, you and I are the only ones that's not Charizard. That's funny. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. Charizard's, no. Charizard's, Charizard's dope. dope. 
but he doesn't go <laughs> in, in Pokemon Snap. So, I mean, that, that's my choice right there. It's <laughs> great. So, you started playing as a child, and yes. you're looking forward to Pokemon on the Switch yes. with Sword and Shield. Yes. Have you played Pokemon Go? Have you played Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu, anything like that? Or so, how have you evolved? I play Pokemon. I like what you did there. Um, I play Pokemon Go daily, right now. Um, so I play that pretty heavily, and I just play it more to catch everything and take down gyms. I actually skipped Let's Go. Um, because it just seemed like such a cash grab and a gimmick. Yeah, that, I, I can see that. Yeah, it seemed like a gimmick. And so I skipped that one. I also, the last one I bought was um, Moon. So I'm a couple years out, if that makes sense. So it's been a while. But how have I evolved? Um, I think now I look at Pokemon more as a game that I can sink time into that requires thought. But it doesn't have to require thought if I don't want it to, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I I'm a little saddened that they've kind of pacified the game a little bit in recent years, if that makes sense. But I also understand why they're doing it because they're trying to open up the audience to a generation that is much less patient than my generation was at that age. And your generation isn't as patient as my generation. Exactly. And I'm so, sure the games yeah. when I was, yeah. I mean, that's that's the evolution of it. And I think, I mean, A, they're smart for doing it. Yes. Uh, B, for me, it kind of sucks that they have to do it that way. Uh, but then again, that's not just directed towards them. It's directed towards everything. Right. I mean, I came from a generation where you bought a video game, it came with a manual that had, like, this in-depth story. Right. And instead of having a manual now, you get video games with full-length cinematics in it that explain everything to you. And it's yeah. kind of, you know, a give and take. Which is great to see, you know, be a part of the evolution, but kind of feel a little saddened at the same time. Right. Yeah. And the series definitely seems like it's catering to a younger and younger audience. Um, to the point to where, like, so Brooke has never played Pokemon before, the, the actual games, and she actually fired it up for the first time yesterday on my 3DS. Oh, really? Yes. And so she was checking it out, and I was kind of watching it, and cause, um, I, let her, I was letting her play, I think, Y, Pokemon Y. And, yeah, it's just, like, it's so cartoonish. It's so... it, And then, like, they basically hand-feed you um, typing, like, what's super effective and what's not effective on some of the newer ones. And it's just kind of, like, it takes the thought away from it. And it's, yeah, it very much holds your hand now. And Pokemon is more guilty of that than other games of recent years. But in the same token, I mean, it's player bases from 10 years ago is now 21. So I guess at some point they have to come back down to earth and get six year olds on board again. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I don't know how, 
because we really don't have TV or anything at the house. We have Netflix, and I don't think they have a huge selection of Pokemon. No. But my youngest, uh, Peaches, was playing Pokemon Quest okay. on the Switch, which is a free game. And she's had major questions about, you know, because she's never really been into it. Uh, she didn't have the opportunity like we did. And my seven-year-old can rattle off, well, that's so-and-so. They're this type. They're strong right. against this. They're weak against that. It's like, I don't know if she's had the chance to have the cartoon kind of hold her hand and walk her through it. Or if she's played, you know, maybe a friend's game on their Game Boy at school or whatever. We really don't discuss it much. Just because she's got the attention span of a puppy chasing a ball. There you go. <laughs> and so she'll she'll get in the middle of a story, and then something will catch her eye, and boom, she's she's gone. So, she's gone. Uh, I mean, she's adorable as all hell, especially when she sees what you're playing, and she comes over, and she's all, I know that. That's Eevee. Eevee's my favorite. Eevee can change into nine different Pokemon, or however many she can. I mean, so they're doing something right with their marketing. Uh, maybe their cartoons or their, their games now. I'm not sure. Right. But they're getting everybody back on board. Yeah, I think, too, like Pokemon Go was very pivotal in that. Kind of bringing everyone back into it. Um, as adults and it's like a game that you don't feel too silly playing in public well because enough people play it that's the thing like everybody has a phone right not everybody has a ds or uh, you know the brick game boy game boy color you know whatever they were marketing on in the past right everybody has a phone so that was genius that was a good move and it honestly like brought some new and exciting features to it like being able to see pokemon in your favorite restaurant right backyard being able to look through your camera while you're walking around and just exploring that's something that you don't get in your everyday video game experience right yeah, no, bringing AR to the picture was a good move. And I think it was a good move for the brand, too, because I, your family, is an, I know, is a little bit of a section, but how many kids are, like, patient enough to deal with older technology? You know? Yeah, unless like, you've got parents who are big into retro and, you know, saving their systems and letting their kids have their same experiences. Right. I mean, that that's that's the only group of people that I know that their kids can be a little bit more understanding and patient. The rest are like, I need immediate gratification right now. Right. And if you're like big into having the latest thing, I mean, the 3DS hasn't been the latest thing since before the Wii U. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was no major Pokemon game for the Wii U that I know of. Um, and we're not getting the first real Pokemon game for the Switch until November. I mean, you can count Let's Go, and some people do, but even prior to Let's Go, like, what was the current six-year-old generation going to get their Pokemon fixed from? If they didn't have the game on the phone, they wouldn't have had it. Oh, definitely. Um, so I, I think it was a pretty good move on their part. Now, I'm not sure what Pokemon Quest is. Um, 
it is a really weird game. It's almost Minecraft style. Okay. Like with the uh, the way that they look, they're blockish. C- come here, Peaches. Come come explain this. Kind of is it, basic not as you Minecraft can. Minecraft style because you've never played Minecraft. Well, no, but, but like like, like the animation, the art style is kind of Minecraft. Yeah, it is. It's it's blocky. Blocky. Yeah. Yeah. And. I don't know very much about Pokemon, so like playing it at first, it was really fun. But now I feel like I have to know more about the Pokemon in order to beat these levels. You have to be more invested into your characters, yeah, to be able to advance more. And you can keep getting like the same characters. You can make like these uh, food that brings new Pokemon to the yard. Milkshakes. My milkshakes bring. But. So it, it's fun, but it kind of lost its appeal Appeal after, like, a, a little bit. And it's one of those games that, you know, you have only, like, so many times to fight, and then you have to wait to generate a new life. Right. Unless you want to spend money. Oh, I did not know that part of it. So yeah. they've gone the full mobile business scheme with that one. Yeah, exactly. They've it's gone so EA Sports. Yeah, so it's not as fun because, like, I can't sit there and focus on leveling up something. Unless I, and I only have five moves to do it. I'm like, well, that's dumb. Right. So, at first it was fun because it was, like, lower levels, so it didn't take so much to beat them. But then at the point, like, where I have to level up more and more, but I can't because I'm not willing to spend money on it. It's a free game on the Switch with incentive for you to do in-game purchases. Well, I mean, free games got to make money somehow. Yeah, it's yep. true. It's true. But yeah, it's annoying when they kind of force it on you like that. Yeah. Because like the cool thing about Pokemon Go, I mean, you can spend money, but also you can have a perfectly fine time just playing it. Yeah. If you're uh, back, to move a little bit. Back when I played it, I mean, I played it when it first came out, and I played the crap out of it. I yeah. was the the gym leader of the gym that was like two blocks away from me. It was awesome because I'd have kids showing up, you know, thinking that they were going to take my gym down. And I haven't played ever since, so I don't know how dueling or battling has evolved, but it was seriously a great time for me. Yeah. It was the only game I had on my phone, and so it was genius of them to do that because a guy that didn't play phone games was getting off his console and going on walks. And that's, like, mind-blowing to hear out loud, you know? There's not, it's not very often a mobile game has that sort of power. No, I can't think of any other mobile game, really, that's been that huge right. and that's made that kind of an impact. Right. I mean, maybe Fortnite going mobile, because Fortnite was really huge for a bit. Right, but if you were playing Fortnite on mobile, if you had the opportunity to pick console or you know, PC, you might have been... You probably would have preferred that, yeah? Yeah. See, I'm in the same boat. Like, right now, I'm looking at the games on my phone. The only game I have is Pokemon Go. Um, I used to have other stuff, but it's kind of basically come down to that. That's what it's whittled down to, so. See, and when it comes down to mobile games, I have uh, Super Mario Run. Um, okay. And then I have Marvel's Contest of Champions. I, And I only got that because my little brother. Uh, okay. And I, I love Marvel. I, I love fighting games. And when I get bored at work on, on my 15-minute break, boom, I, I bust out some fights. Right. And 
and I got my fix. So, what, if you can think of real fast, what is probably your greatest Pokemon gaming memory? You know, this is probably, again, the, the genius of Pokemon Go. Because, like, of the actual games, um, which is what I came on planning to talk about more of, but the actual games, it was the same stuff, right? So the cool thing about the actual games is that when I got back into it before I was going to college, I got my youngest brother into it, right? So that was cool. Um, and it was cool for, like, for me to share, because I'm eight years older than him, to share that with him a little bit. And he would, you know, it was a way that he would bond with me, because we're not, being eight years apart, it's hard to be close. Yeah, my little brother is nine years younger than me, so I totally get that. Yeah, so we, we had a little connection there for a little bit. Um, so that was a cool memory and all, but really the, the stuff that's happened with Pokemon Go, the people that I've, you know, just walked around parks with um, and, you know, had funny experiences with because of that game, I think really that's really the bigger impact. You know what I mean? Um, me and Brooke will go out, not every day but every other day and we'll just do you know we'll walk around the college campus spend all the stops catch some things and hang out with each other for a little while i think that's cool um so yeah i like that so now i have a question for you okay uh because i pose this to brooke and i don't think brooke had much of an answer but what game series outside of mario has had the impact that pokemon has had can you think of any Kind of, uh, but it's not as much of a national or like worldwide phenomenon as it has been just like, I don't know, but I, I think the Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, that's a good one. I, I really, I mean, as, as much as I love things like uh, Ninja Turtles, they've had some great video games, uh, as much as I love Kingdom Hearts, you know, Ninja Turtles really stopped after PlayStation 2. And then Kingdom Hearts started with PlayStation 2. So it doesn't have the longevity. Right. Because, I mean, Pokemon has gone on and on. I mean, I think Game Boy. this year was 20 years. Yeah. I mean, you got Game Boy. You've got N64. I mean, the OG Pokemon. Right. And people still... Search for Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium, red, blue, yellow. I mean, going yeah, into see, silver, Yeah, I would gold. love to have a Game Boy Color and have yellow. Uh, that, that's one game I've honestly never played. Yeah, is, I have played yellow. it before. I used to own it. Um, I don't know what happened to that copy, but I would see, love to revisit I, it. I'm dying to get my hands on the Pokemon trading card game on Game Boy. Oh, okay. I, I had a blast. My little brother had that on his Game Boy Advance. I, I had a blast playing that. It was all the nerdiness that I played in the, the high school halls with the actual cards Okay. in video game form. So, I mean, it was just a great experience. But I don't think there's been anything like Pokemon. No. And I would say, like, I think in some ways Pokemon has eclipsed Mario. Mario and Pokemon are the only two major series that I think has cross-generational appeal to the extent that they do. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Because, like, Final Fantasy has staying power. I mean, if it didn't, it wouldn't be on whatever number it is now. But it doesn't have the the generational appeal. You yeah. have to be older to appreciate it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, uh, older, nerdy, geeky, uh, role-playing, turn-based. I love you guys. Uh, you guys are wrong in every <laughs> sense of the word. I'm just kidding. I Sign these papers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had a prenup, so uh, I'm okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, it doesn't have the appeal to the younger generation Right. That Pokemon does. Like, the people that I feel are playing Final Fantasy now grew up with it. Are older and mature. Yeah, so yeah, play. exactly. They they take the scientifically calculated risks of attacking with whatever versus... I don't even know Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's like chess, you know? You put I can't even fake my way through this conversation, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I love the art style. I love the look. I love the storyline of Final Fantasy. I can get into it that way. I just can't take turns beating each other up. That's... No, I can't either. But like I said, for some reason, it works with Pokemon. I have no idea it's why. Not human. Well, I've played turn-based games that involve other things besides humans, and I just can't get into it. But Pokemon, I will gladly hand over five hours of my day just getting lost in it because it just works somehow. And maybe part of it too is that you can be brain dead stupid and still play it. You know what I mean? Like it, like it doesn't require thought. It can require thought and it's cool and you can be efficient, but also if you just want to catch what's cool, you can just catch what's cool and you can win with that too. See, and I, the way that I played it was a little bit thinking and a little bit just going for something cool. Right. I mean, I, I would think enough to be able to win my games or win my matches, battles, whatever. Right. But I wouldn't think about it to the point where it'd be like slaughtering them. I would make <laughs> it fun, enjoyable, and a challenge for me so that right. I, I could walk away saying, you know what? I fought a tough fight and I won. There you go. Well, thank you so much for... Uh, for joining us on this episode uh let's give you another little chance to plug your show uh your your twitter information instagram anything like that that you would love our listeners to know please let them know all right sounds good well again thank you for having me on it's a pleasure being on um twitter and instagram the handle is the same it's at just think pod check it out that's where you can talk to me suggest topics tell me if i'm being an idiot it's totally okay um and then again we're just think on itunes spotify google play google podcast and we we just tackle tough ideas and we get to the bottom of them and we want to i just want to see how people think um i try and treat it more as an educational show and i try and treat it from attacking things from different sides because i don't want it to be just me preaching so if you're worried about that don't worry about it um more often than not actually i'm advocating for something i don't believe in which is kind of weird so just think iTunes, Google Plays, and all that again. And then, of course, just think pod on um, Instagram and Twitter. And I would really appreciate if you join me every week. Sunday, that's when episodes are released, and we can have a good time with the dialogue. And, and real fast, I, I have to say I, I got to commend you because you will go into one thing, and I will think that you're going into it you know, as a proponent of one side – and you are really just fair and straight across the board. You give everything yeah, that's an what educated I view. Uh, I mean, you think of things that either side will come at you with. 
and you really display things in an educated and kind of simplified manner so everybody else can understand it. If, if I can understand what you're saying and, and appreciate it and find value in it, anybody can. Yeah, it's nice because it's not just one-sided. Yeah. It's like you, you point out um, correct things for each side. Yeah. Well, it's, thank you. It's thank seriously, you're going to make me tear up here. It's Aww. seriously <laughs> a good listen. Uh, if you guys need something that's not just video game, cartoons, nerdiness... Uh, it will make you think mm-hmm. it is a great show. Yeah. I think the hardest one for me to do um, was the Marxism episode. Because it's just kind of like that was something I disagree with so much. And I had to give it a fair shake. See, and, and that's one of the things. Like, I loved your social media series. Thank you. Because social media is so relevant. It is 90% of the job that I do at work for my day job. And so to hear you talk about it, it... I, I just appreciated hearing somebody who wasn't my employer just shoving garbage down my throat <laughs> and then having a refreshing, seeing both sides, explaining how it is. But yeah, the Marxism where you had to discuss, you know, the pros, the cons, why it came about. I mean, it's in-depth. It's good stuff. It's, it is. I mean, it's stuff that even is simple, just hamster wheel kind kind of people that we are you know we just do enough to get through the day like it gives us something to think and say well you know maybe there is more to what i'm doing yes there's always more to what you're doing always more and don't worry there's more social media coming up too the next one that i'm working on for that is going to be mind-blowingly good you're not going to want to miss it but it's a few weeks out so well, I, I might not comment on all of them, but I do no. listen to every episode. I, I really do. Uh, it's, it's one of the benefits of my job is I get to listen to great material during my work day to get me through the day. And your podcast is one of three that do it for me. I'm honored. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk some Pokemon and just real life with us. Anytime. Uh, it's seriously been a pleasure. You're a great guy. Great podcast. Please go check them out. All right. I'll go ahead and end this recording. That is going to wrap up this week's episode. Seriously, as weird as it sounds, this 37-year-old dad absolutely loves the Pokemon series. Maybe not as much as when I was in high school, but it's been an integral part of my gaming career. Something that I can look back on and say, you want to know what? I beat it. I caught them all. I caught 151 out of 150 Pokemon. What, Peaches? That's the other game I played, was the one I was riding in the cart, catching. Yeah, Pokemon Snap. I, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but uh, Peaches is over sitting in the, the Lazy Boy, and we are closing out the show. Uh, Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Blue. Uh, those are the games that I absolutely cherished uh, thanks to the gaming power-ups 
for seriously sending us a copy of Pokemon Blue. It means the world, bro. You have no idea. Uh, you're one of the greatest guys I've ever met, and I am so glad you're in my gamer family. Uh, nothing but love for you, brother. Uh, go out and support everyone who's been a guest on the show, if you would be so kind. They are fantastic people. Seriously, nothing but love for everybody who's been on the show, who supports us, listens, uh, follows us on Patreon, donates that way, gives bits on Twitch. Uh, wow, try saying bits on Twitch <laughs> ten times fast. That. that was professional right there. <laughs> professional grade podcasting brought to you in part by... Producer Peaches. I was going to say viewers like you. <laughs> Some old PBS style. Well, whatever. Uh, I just kind of ended at that. Uh, love you guys. Thank you so much for the support and everything that we do. We could not do it without you guys following us. So, peace. We out.